your hands and just begin to give the Lord worship this morning. Come on, lift your hand and bless the name of the Lord wherever you are. Stand on your feet and give him worship. Give him praise. Bless the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you because we are the blessed. Thank you for your blessing upon our lives. Thank you because we are blessed and not stressed. Thank you because this economy is not enough to stress us. The problems of this world is not enough to stress us. Even the difficulties are not enough to stress us because we are blessed. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Hallelujah. Come on, jam your hands together. Jam your hands together. Glory, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, take your seat, take your seat, take your seat. We are in for an awesome time this morning. I have been so excited about this um, series of this month, about the series we've been doing. I mean, it has been amazing. I don't know if somebody else here has been enjoying this series. Can I see your hand? If you have been enjoying this series, amen. Come on, say with me, I am blessed, not stressed. Say it louder with confidence. Say, I am blessed, not stressed. Hallelujah. You can't be blessed and stressed at the same time. We're part of something special. You need to understand that. We're part of something special. You know, if you understand what the blessing is and how it works, you'll be so excited. You know, I've just been, I've always known it, but I've been feeding on it afresh this season. And there's just a confidence, there's just a release, there's just a joy. I mean, I wish, I wish you would, you would invest the time and listen to all this series again and, you know, feed on it. I'll give you an assignment as we go on. If you can read, read, read anything from Abraham to Joseph, you will see how the blessing was in operation. Awesome. In fact, the whole Bible is about the blessing, but if you want to see some of the graphic manifestations of the blessing, read from Abraham to Joseph. Hallelujah. So please, that's your assignment for today. Go study. Read it. You will see graphic and underline blessed, blessed, blessed. Glory to God. So let me move quickly today. So what is the blessing? What is the blessing? Very simple. The blessing is not, um, it's not the cars or the houses. Even though, yes, we use those terms. We say um, blessings. We call them blessings in plural. The cars, the houses, your wife or your husband, your children. Yes, those are the blessings. What they mean by that is that those are the consequences of the blessing. All right? The blessing is singular. Blessings are usually the manifestation of the blessing. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Okay? It's important you understand this because the car is not the blessing. You are not blessed because you have a car. It's because you are blessed that you have a car. I don't know if I'm saying It's not the car that makes you blessed. It's the blessed that makes the car. I don't know if you understand, if that makes sense to you. But So, the material things are just manifestations of the blessing upon our lives. They are not the blessing in themselves, okay? So, the blessing, actually, is talking about God's goodwill and God's good deeds being with you. Very important. God's goodwill, it means God has a favorable disposition towards you. And not just the disposition, he also has a, a, a supply of all his possessions available to you. So everything he is and he has are behind you or they are with you or they are for you. You have all of his backing, all right? On that way, they, they describe it is that the blessing is an empowerment from God to succeed, all right? It means you are empowered to succeed. 
It's amazing. We are part of something great, man. I wish, I wish, I trust God that you get the revelation of it. So that's what the blessing is, okay? It is God's goodwill and God's good deed or good deeds being with you. It is God's influence and God's affluence being with you. Hallelujah. Everything God is and has being on you and with you and for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, so what is the impact of the blessing? We saw this um, throughout the course of this series. Please go and get the other messages. I can't go into all of it. But let's look at some of the impacts so that you will know. Let's see some of the impacts of the blessing. Uh, let me say one of the major impacts of the blessing is increase. We did that last Sunday. Increase. Proverbs 10, 22. I'm going to run through all this intro quickly so that we can get into what I'm sharing today. Proverbs 10, 22. It says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he added what? No sorrow with it. Proverbs 10, 22. So wherever there's the blessing, it maketh rich. Did you see that? He said, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he added no sorrow with it. Glory to God. So the blessing makes rich. The blessing makes rich. The, it's not the riches that make us blessed. It's the blessed it's blessing that makes us rich. It's not the rich that makes us blessed. It's the blessed that makes us rich. I don't know if you understand that. Okay? Impacts of the blessed. Look at it again. Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1 from verse 9 and 10. Job chapter 1, 9 and 10. Okay, let's go to 10 straight. Job was saying, does, does, God, does Job serve you for nothing? He said, has not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he has on every side? He said, and thou has blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased. Wherever you see a blessing, you see increase. He said, thou has blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased. I like that. Thou has blessed the work of his hands and his substance is what? increased okay all right so wherever you see wherever you see the word blessed you see increase he said thou has blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased see on that one isaiah 51 i'm just trying to show you the fact that wherever you see blessing increase must follow that's how you know that's how you know is increase has to follow see isaiah 51 uh, from um no 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 give from verse 1 isaiah 51 from verse 1 it says um look unto abraham your father he says, and unto Sarah that bear you, he says, um, for I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. Do you see that? He said, look unto Abraham your father and unto Sarah that bear you. He said, for I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. I, 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 need, I need this to enter into you. I need your spirit to catch this so that you will understand that in your life is impossible for increase not to manifest. It's impossible because you are blessed. It's impossible for there not to be increased. I decree today anything that looks like stagnation is removed from your life in the name of Jesus. I decree that increase will follow you everywhere you go. Increase in your account. Increase in your influence. Increase in the fruits of your body. Increase in the work of your hands. Increase in your finances. In the name of Jesus. If you are blessed, increase has to follow you. And as a child of God, you are already blessed. Look at this. Look at Abraham. I called him alone. I blessed him and increased him. Glory to God. Look at Genesis 26 from verse 12. Genesis 26 from verse 12. They were talking about Isaac here. He said, then Isaac sowed in that land and received that same year an hundredfold. 
and the Lord what? Blessed him. I've told you. That's why I want you to study from, Je- from Abraham to J- Joseph. Anywhere you see the word blessed, look at it. Anywhere you see the word blessed, notice it. It's you they're talking about. It says, he sowed in that land, and the Lord blessed him. Look at the next verse. And the man did what? I can't hear you. The man did what? He said, the man waxed great. Hallelujah. And did what? He went forward. I decree over you this morning, you will go forward. In the name of Jesus. I say you will go forward. You have been on one spot for too long. I decree today by virtue of God's power, you will go forward in the name of Jesus. He said, and the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Not just great, very great. Anywhere there is blessing, there is increase. That I'm trying to show you. Anywhere there is the word blessed or blessing, there has to be increase. Look at the next verse. He said, for he had possessions of flocks and possession of herds and a great store of servants, large company. I decree that your small one-man business will soon be employing thousands of people in the name of Jesus. There's someone here under the sound of my voice. Your company will employ people abroad. Your company will employ people all over the world. In the name of Jesus, you will have unique partnerships that will blow up that your vision and dream. In the name of Jesus. Oh, I don't know if somebody's receiving that word this morning. Hallelujah. He said he had a great store of servants and the Philistines envied him. You'll be the envy of all those around you. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. One more, one more, one more. I'm just showing you the impact of the blessing. Genesis 13. This is Jacob. I've showed you Abraham. I've showed you Isaac. I've showed you Jacob. And these are are your family members, guys. You know, we said that last week. That's your father. Say, Abraham is your father. That's your father. This is your lineage. This is your lineage. Glory to God. Genesis 30 from verse 27. He said, And Laban said unto him, said unto Jacob, If I have found favor in thy eyes, tarry, that means stay with me. He said, For I have learned by experience that the Lord had blessed me because of you. Hey, somebody get what I'm saying. Laban, who was a guy that didn't really know God, he was telling Jacob, the guy that carried the blessing, don't forget that Jacob carried the blessing from Isaac. So, so Laban was telling Jacob that I've learned by experience. I've learned by what is happening around me. Some scholars even say the experience meant that he actually went to diviners. There were people that actually saw it in the spirit for him that the reason you are blessed is this guy. He said, I went, I learned by experience that the Lord had blessed me. Because of you. I've told anybody you see blessed, follow it closely. Look at the next verse. It says, and Jacob now said, appoint, okay, no, and Laban now told Jacob, appoint me thy wages and I will give you. So Laban wanted Jacob to stay longer. Why? Very simple. He was getting blessed because Jacob was there. So of course he wanted to make Jacob stay. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. If you have a great staff that is making things happen, you want to keep him. If it means increasing his salary. So that's what he was telling Jacob. He said, tell me what you want me to pay you. I'll give you so that you can stay longer. See the next verse. He said, and he said unto him, now Jacob was now talking. He said unto him, thou knowest how I have served you and how thy cattle was with me. Next verse. He says, um, yes, for it was little which thou hast. This is Jacob reminding Laban that it was little which thou hast before I came. What you had was little before I came. He said, and it is now what? Increase. 
increase. I've told you, wherever you see blessing, if you don't see increase there, you'd be suspicious. So there must be increase. He said, you had little when I came. But because of me, he said, it has now increased. Glory to God. It has now increased to a multitude. And the Lord had blessed thee since my coming. Hey, how many employees here can say that? That's, that should be your testimony if you work for someone. You should be able to say, since I came. Hallelujah. Since I came, this business has grown. Since I came, I've brought ideas. I've brought creativity. Because of my hand upon this business now, it's working better. That should be your testimony. As an employee here. He said, and the Lord had blessed you since my coming. And now, when shall I provide for my own house? Give me the next uh, verse, yes. Okay, it stops at, uh, okay, no. stops here. You can stop here. Um, Jump to verse 43. Jump to verse 43 of this same chapter. Look at this. And they're they're not talking about Jacob. They said, and the man increased what? Exceedingly. By the time Jacob was living, this was his own testimony. He increased, ex- not just ordinary increase. He increased exceedingly. Can I pray for someone here this morning? You will not only increase, but you will increase exceedingly. Oh, that amen is not born again. I say you will not only increase, but you will increase exceedingly in the name of Jesus. He said he increased exceedingly and he had much cattle. And maid servants, and men servants, and camels, and asses. Hallelujah. He increased exceedingly. Somebody that came with only a staff. He increased exceedingly. Glory to God. So wherever you see the word blessed, there must always be increase. I, I need that to enter into your body. I need to enter into your spirit. Oh, wherever they, there's a blessing, there must be increase. Wherever there's blessing, there must be increase. So last week, we looked at a few things. We looked at the fact that... Um, you know, there are some things you do to activate the blessing. If you're born again Christian, you're already blessed. However, there are things you do to activate it. There are things you do to make it work. You can have a gun and it's loaded and you don't shoot. You can have a car and you don't drive. So it's possible to have the blessing and you're not using it. It's not, it's not working. That's what I'm trying to say. You're already blessed, but you need to activate it. And we see in scripture certain things that can activate. I'll run through them quickly again. Number one, we talked about the mentality. You need to have the, the blessing mindset. That blessing mindset makes you realize that you have God with you. It makes you realize that, look, there's no need to be threatened. When they announce they're increasing fuel, you don't go and be the first to go and do panic buying. You are not scared. You are not panicking. You see, your, your mentality is, 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 is reflected in your actions. If you're in fear and panic, then you, you have the wrong mindset. There was lockdown, so you, you are making excuses that that's why you are broke. No, 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 no. The blessed always makes a way. Jacob and Isaac and Abraham had tough times. The blessing made them stand out. That's how you need to think. Your mentality must be right. Are you, are you threatened or envious when somebody else is around you? When somebody else opens their business around you? When somebody else um, isn't copying your product, you are scared? No, no, the blessing will fight for you. The mentality must be right. You have a blessing mentality. Psalm 1 solves that for you. Go and read Psalm 1. He said, don't walk in the castle of the ungodly. Don't, don't stand in the way we sin as. Don't sit of, sit of the scornful. Don't let those people speaking negative. People speaking woes. Don't let them be talking to your ear. Say instead, your delight or thrill should be on God's word. In it, you meditate day and night. The message translation says, you chew it day and night. So when that happens, you'll be like a tree planted by rivers of waters. You'll bring forth fruit every season. Your leaf will never wither. And they say, whatever you do, prospers. All right? Blessing mentality. One of your assignments I'm giving you for this week also. Please go and read Deuteronomy 28. That's how you develop your blessing mindset. Read Deuteronomy 28. Read all the things, all the blessings that will come. And then read all the courses. 
the courses are not your portion. In fact, the reason, only reason why you are reading the courses is to know things that you should reject. Things that should not allow to be happening to you. Sickness and other things are part of it. Failure is part of it. Borrowing is part of it. Some people don't know that borrowing is a curse. Go and read it. Oh, it's there. I'm not talking about maybe you are doing investments or you are borrowing to, um, you know, taking a loan to establish your business. That might not be bad. But I'm talking about borrowing to survive. Borrowing for necessities of life. It's a curse. Hallelujah. You must always be the one lending and not borrowing. That's the blessing. Increase all the time. Glory to God. Alright? So number one, blessing mentality. Number two, obedience. Obedience. It's part of still Deuteronomy 28 that says you read. You will see they say, if you do all these things, these blessings shall follow you. And all that, all that. So, obedience. James 1.25. He also says that um, 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 don't, don't be a forgetful hearer. Whoso hears this word, whosoever listens to the perfect law of liberty and continues daring and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the things he's learning in the word, they said he will be blessed in his deeds. So you get blessed when you walk in obedience. Obedience to basic principles of scripture. Scriptural lifestyle, forgiveness, putting God first in your life, Matthew 6, 33. Many other principles of scripture all over scripture. You know, loving your neighbor, um, hard work, um, you know, excellence. They are all scriptural principles. Even something like loving your wife. I said that last month. I know many prayer warriors that treat their wives badly. And they are praying that God will bless them. You can't break scripture. The Bible says the scriptures cannot be broken. 1 Peter 3, 7. Popular scripture we do all the time. They say, husbands, treat your wife according to knowledge. Because she's the weaker vessel and fellow heirs with you of the grace of life. It says, so that your prayers will not be hindered. We have a bunch of prayer beggars in Nigeria now. You need to walk obedience. You can't cajole and beg God. into Shouting at God doesn't make him move. Obedience is better than sacrifice. It's better to obey God than to do night vigil. It's better to obey God than to fast. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Any day, any time. You are maltreating your wife, beating your wife, or shouting at your husband, being disrespectful to your husband, and you are a prayer warrior. I greet you. Just be an obedience warrior. You will get more results. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number three, giving. We talked about last, last Sunday. It's more blessed to give than to receive. You see, both giving and receiving is a blessing, but they say one is more than the other. They say giving is always superior to receiving. Glory to God. It's more blessed to give. You see that in Acts of the Apostles. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Number four, we talked about salvation. Genesis 12, God told Abraham that through you, the families of the earth shall be blessed. Galatians 3, he now said, through Christ, we have now received the blessing of Abraham. Number next, part of the ways you activate the blessing is also by being a blessing. Letting the blessings of God flow out through you to other people. Whenever God blesses you, he never gives you enough for only you. God always plants other people into every blessing he brings to you. That's why he told Abraham, I will bless you and I will make you a blessing. Every time God blesses you, it's never for only you. Some people eat all their food alone. Every time they give you something, there's a part of it that must go out. Only you can't eat it. If they give you a crate of eggs, remove some and give somebody. There will be somebody around you. If you look well, God has positioned people around you that need what you have. So in every blessing that comes to you, a part of it must go out. Alright? Very important. Now, and I'll now deal with the remaining two I have for today. Then, we'll, like I said, we'll practicalize it. That's what we did last Sunday. By the way, all those that 
made pledges and whatever for last Sunday, start to sow them. It must not exceed this month. It's important you act in obedience. Prompt obedience. All right, so number six. Another way that you actually activate the blessing is by having people of higher authority speak over your life. What some people don't realize is that the way God designed the blessing, it is to be spoken. That's it. God passes the blessing or activates the blessing from generation to generation by speaking, by by, by someone in a, in a higher authority or in a higher position speaking over the other person. You see this um, mentioned, uh, where should I start from? In fact, let's start from the beginning because what I want to do, in, this, in the two points I'm doing today, we're going to study the life of Jacob. Hope you know Jacob is the whole country Israel. I mean, for me, every time I think about it, it still boggles my mind that J- the whole country Israel that is the strongest country in the world today is Jacob. That means that country is one person. There was God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So Jacob, God now changed Jacob's name to Israel. That's the Israel that became the country today. That country, Israel. Best country in almost everything. They control a lot of the economies of the world. Yet, it came from one person. Imagine a country of Kingsley. A country of, of, of Mr. Debo. A, 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 a country of, of Jethro. You understand what I'm saying? One country came out of one person. So we're going to study how he activated the blessing in his life. So, the first way he activated the blessing is by a higher authority speaking over him. So, you see that in Genesis, um, when Isaac, his father, blessed him. You see, when it was time for Isaac to die, he knew he had to release the blessing upon his son. Now, Esau was originally his first son, and he wanted to release it upon Esau. You know the story. So, basically, they shall got Jacob to go and receive it. I don't want to waste time with the story. So, the, the, like I said, you go and study this thing. You need to read these things. See the way they were jostling. To get blessing. If it was deeper of the world, when, when siblings are fighting, is to inherit their father's land. <laughs> Poverty is a bastard. When siblings are killing themselves, it's to inherit land that your father... See, you'll be so blessed, you won't need your father's land. You, your land will be better. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? See siblings fighting. Somebody has died. They are fighting for their land. These guys were fighting for that blessing to be spoken over them. That's what we were fighting for. That's what they were fighting for. Because they knew the impact of it. See it in Genesis 27 from verse 27. So, uh, so basically, when, they now, uh, when, Isaac, when Jacob now brought the food and Isaac wanted to now bless him, I, Isaac now said, he came near and kissed him and smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him. And said, see, the smell of my son as the smell of a field which the Lord had blessed you understand? Oh, I don't want to waste time. These things are sweet, but I don't want to waste time there. Next verse. Next verse. It says, therefore, God... See, now he now began to proclaim the blessing. He said, therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven. Do you see this? He said, God give you of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. Hallelujah. Next verse. He says, he says let, let people serve you and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren. And let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee. And blessed be everyone that blessed thee. And all that, all that. He said, basically, that was it. He, he, he released that generational blessing. You know what he said? He said, let, let everybody serve you. Is that not what's happening to the whole world? 
is serving Israel. Israel controls Wall Street, controls most of the top businesses in America. And of course, you know, American economy controls the world. And, and that American economy is controlled by Jews. It's from the blessing spoken here. He said, let, let people serve you. Your brethren will serve you. You will be first among your equals. Hallelujah. That's it. He, so when, when it's spoken, when it is spoken, blessings are really, is, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the authentic way designed by God for it to pass from generation to generation. Someone of a high authority speaking over others. I will show you scripturally, okay? Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 6 to 7. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 6. I said, but he who is sent um, was, is not counted from them, received tithes of Abraham, blessed him that had the promise. Okay? He said, this guy, they're talking about Melchizedek, the priest there. He said, he blessed Abraham, you know, that had promises. Now, see verse 7. He says, and without all contradiction, he said, the less is blessed of the better. Do you see this? He said, the less is blessed of the better. You mean they're saying, the person that was of higher authority is the one that blesses the one of the lower authority. Alright? All of you can have authority, but generally the one with the higher one speaks a blessing. So God is saying that every, in every situation, in every group of people, there's someone there that has a higher authority that can bless. Now, as, in church like this, all of us are Christians, so all of us are blessed. However, as the priest and senior pastor of this church, I have a spiritual right to speak over your life and heaven honors it. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. See, the less is blessed. of the, And this is why Satan attacks pastors a lot. He wants to shake the people's heart. The moment you start losing honor and respect and faith in your man of God, you know, you also begin to lose those blessings that we proclaimed. So be careful of people that scorn us, that generally want to discredit, you know, disrepute and all that and, and, and you know, and, 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 and criticize. They are going to affect your heart and you won't receive. And this is one of the ways God passes the blessing from generation to generation by speaking. In Hebrews also, you see it mentioned there that by faith, Isaac blessed his children. By faith, even Jacob too did exactly the same thing. When he was going to die, he also blessed his children. Same thing. He also spoke into their lives. So it's a scriptural order. You see it in Hebrews 11. I don't know if they can, DJ can find it. In Hebrews 11, they said, so they talked about how Isaac blessed his generation. Jacob too, before he was going to die, he also blessed all his children. So it's, it's, it's a scriptural thing. And this is, Hebrews 11 is also New Testament. So they couldn't have been mentioning there if it, if it was no longer useful. This is what a lot of the woke, woke young people don't know. You can't keep, you, you see a man as heavy, with, that has worked with God for many years. People like the fathers of the faith, the pastor Debo, yes, the bishop, yes, because people that have worked with God for 30, 60, 70 years. And, and you just take their word, come on. They book a post and you write nonsense comment. You are finishing yourself. Because you don't have spiritual sense. To know that things don't work like that. This is God's ordained principle. I don't know if DJ can, ever, can find that scripture for me. Yeah, so this is it. So it says, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Do you see? That's all. It said, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob. That's it. So this, simply, this simple thing of me standing here and speaking over you, to many people, it's just a waste of time. But people don't understand, they catch it. Those words can change your life. Those words can change. I've seen, I've heard many testimonies. Simple things that would just be said like that. That this is going to happen. And that's it. That proclaiming the blessing by faith. If I say it by faith, you receive it by faith. Then it begins to, it's activated. Somebody getting what I'm saying? That's how it works. See, see Jacob again. Let's see, let's see Jacob again. He said, by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, 
blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on us. He blessed. You see, it's a spiritual principle. That's how they were passing the blessing from generation to generation. Listen, for every father here, for every father here, every day, bless your children. I do it. My kids don't play with it. And we don't play with it in our house. Before they go out for school, every day, except I'm not in town. Every day. Or if it's a weekend where we are all going to be at home. But if they are going to school every day, they, they can't go until they, they will come to my bedside. And I will bless them. So you are blessed. You will excel. You will be first among you. Every day I speak over them. It's a principle in our house. Every day I bless them. So don't just say your father. You see, these are reasons why many fathers are absentee fathers. They are, they, 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 they are dodging their spiritual responsibility. You are the head of that home. When they say you are head of something, it's not just tied to. It's not just for eating two meats when everybody's doing one. That's not what it's for. It's for things like this. You have a right to speak over those children. Especially when you're a Christian too and you understand things of God. Alright? This is why we're saying you two need to live right. You can't be a drunkard. You are having hangover from yesterday drinking. And you want to bless your children. You have to give. But when you're a good... Somebody working with God. Oh, every day. Speak a word over those kids. As they're going to school. Going to speak a word. You are transferring something. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Alright? So that happened. Let me, let me read one more on that. This Numbers chapter 6. This is how the blessing is activated. So my wife, before she goes to preach, she'll come and kneel down every day. Sometimes I even get tired. I say, don't worry, you are graced. We're going. She say, no. Before she goes to preach, she comes to kneel down by my bed or wherever I am for me to bless her to go and minister. And her, her, her ministry has grown and is growing amazingly, globally. She's almost having more invitations to preach now than me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because the lesser is blessed of the better. They say, without all contradictions. They leave all this argument. He said, the less is blessed of the better. All right? Very important. People that have been spiritually positioned over your life, it's important that they speak. There are certain moves you, do, you should even make without sharing it with your, with your man of God. Let him just speak a word. People like Pastor Jethro and some other people have shared a lot of those testimonies when they go for interviews, when they go for things. Well, um, the first millionaire in this ministry, I shared the guy's story a lot. One of my blessed sons. I love that guy. Love that guy. The guy made me proud. You know, there are people that make you know that you are anointed because some of that people, when you pastor them, you'll be, you'll be doubting your own calling because you have prayed for them, you have prayed to them, their life is going worse. You are wondering, is there something wrong with me? But there are people that you know that any small thing, the impact is flowing. You are happy, you are proud. This guy, one of the guys I'm proud of, the first millionaire God raised in our ministry. First one. We were all students then and young people. So it was a big deal that even as a student in last student, he was a multi millionaire already. Had cars, whatever, traveling around the world. So I remember. One of the points of his breakthrough, you know, he wanted to do his business somewhere and they didn't allow him to use the place. And he came to me and I prayed and said, go back. They didn't allow him. He came and said, oh, this thing is going to be a major breakthrough for me. I need that allowance to use that place. And they didn't allow him. They said, no space. They can't give him. He called me over the phone or I met him, I can't remember. And I spoke a word and I said, go back there. And when he went back, they allowed him. And that singular place was where he started making connections, where he started traveling over the world and doing business. That singular move changed his business. Somebody get what I'm saying? This is what you need to understand. So, there are certain big moves you should make without getting, you know, your man of God to speak over you. And even if you can't reach me, there are pastors here. Pastor Jethro, they are anointed. There are people that work with me. So, they carry the same spirit that I carry. All right? So, 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 this better speak over your life. This is why you must belong to a spiritual family. The way people, the way people change, they just go to any church they like, they get angry, they jump about. I'm tired of this woke generation. They don't understand spiritual principles. I've had one pastor since, since 1996 or thereabout. Before 19, one pastor. The way people just change church, the way they like. Hey, God. 
Hey, you don't understand this. It's a, it's a spiritual, it's a, the spiritual lineage. You don't just jump around. It's not done like that. Oh, that I like the preaching. I like this preaching. <laughs> the Bible says you have one father, but you have many instructors. It's there. Everything you want to ask is inside your Bible, but you don't like Bible now. <laughs> you like internet. It's Instagram that is your pastor. There's scriptural sense in everything. So, the one more scripture on this, then I'll move to the next point. Numbers chapter 6. Number 6 from verse uh, 22. Look at it. And the Lord spake unto Moses. Who spake unto Moses? I can't hear you. Who spake unto Moses? The Lord. So, this is important. This is the person that instituted this, this principle. He said, the Lord spoke to Moses. See what he told Moses. He said, he, said, he told Moses, speak unto Aaron. I just feel God should have gone straight. But God spoke to Moses for Moses to speak to Aaron. This shows you that God believes a lot in spiritual authority and spiritual structure. That's why when you belong to a house, there are certain things you are saying God is telling you. You need to ask, does my pastor agree? Does my spiritual parents agree? Because there are things God, God believes in structure. You can't go and launch a church and you were not released from your house. It shows you don't have spiritual sense. Shows you don't have spiritual sense. Does your pastor agree? Does your pastor give his blessing? Did he say you can go? Those small things in the spirit, they count. They count. He said, so God believes in structure. So God spoke to Moses for Moses to speak to Aaron and his sons. Saying unto them, God didn't go straight to Aaron. And God didn't go straight to the people. God went to Moses for Moses to go to Aaron. For Aaron to also speak to people. See, God, God has sense. God has sense. It's us that are struggling with sense. God has sense. He says, speak unto Aaron and to his, also his sons, saying, on this wise, you shall bless the children of Israel. Saying unto them. So God said, tell Aaron that this is how you should bless the children of Israel. And this is what you should say to them. See what he said. He said, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. He said, the Lord, um, the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Hey, if God's face shines on you. And his gracious said, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Look at the next verse. He said, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I, God, after the structure is followed, I, God, will bless them. I will bless them. Do you understand? Why didn't God just go? Me, I, was, I said, God, just go straight and bless people. God said, I believe in structure. It's important they follow the order because that's how the blessing flows. Hallelujah. Alright, so speaking, blessing, we're going to practicalize that today at the end of service, I'm also going to speak over your life. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to, you know, put God's name upon you. I'm going to bless you, as the scripture says. And you'll see things, dead things will come alive. Things that were not growing will start to grow. Things that were growing slowly will begin to grow quickly. In the name of Jesus. Last point for today. Alright, so next point. The secret of Jacob, how Jacob activated the blessing. It was by tithing. By tithing, what we call paying or giving tithe. That, that's why Satan likes to use things to cut off God's people. Because he knows the power in those things. He said, don't pay tithe. What a big joke. It has been a covenant practice. You know, when the Bible says, oh, when people try to say, oh, a tithing is in the, it's in the, under the law. It's not under grace. I don't know what they're talking about because we as believers, we are not tithing under law. We are tithing because we are connected to the same blessing of Abraham. And Abraham tithed. We learn tithing from Abraham, not from Moses. 
Say, oh, that is wrong. Anytime you hear law, what they mean is from Moses. It's from the time of Moses. That starts from, I think, Exodus or so. It has nothing to do with Genesis, all right? Genesis was talking about time when God was working with man in almost something similar to what we have today. Guys in Genesis lived under grace, literally. That's why they could marry any kind of, you know, they could do it. It was, it was a grace work. God, they didn't have laws. You can't, you can't penalize somebody that you've not given a law to. The, 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 the penalty starts after I give you law. So anything that has to do with law starts from Moses. So you will hear things like um, um, Jesus brought grace and peace. He said, he said, you hear things like the law came from Moses and grace and peace came from Jesus. So law, anything law has to do with Moses. Moses started from Exodus. So anything from Genesis is not law. So when you say Old Testament and you're referring to the law, you're referring to Exodus, that's not where we started tithing. We started tithing from Abraham. You said that in Genesis 14, said Abraham brought tithes and gave it to Melchizedek, which was a type of Jesus Christ. We've done some of this study before in church. For the new people, you know, you can study it yourself or get the messages. So we are tithing because we are connected to Abraham's blessing, not Moses. So to come be reading Deuteronomy and all these things because of tithe, that's not Leviticus. That's not, that's not where we were tithing with Abraham. Not for Moses. Okay. Let's read the most common scripture on tithing, Malachi. Um, we'll start from there. Okay. He said, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Next verse. He says, bring ye all the tithes into the store. He said, so that there might be meat in my house. By the way, side gist. The tithe does not go to the poor. I see many Christians say, I give my tithe to the poor. You, the, the poor cannot bless you. All right? You bring the tithe into the storehouse, God's house. Look at it here. God said that there may be meat or supplies in my house. That's how it works, okay? You, you don't give your tithe to the poor. You give seeds to the poor. You help the poor, but you don't give them your tithe. Your tithe is holy. You give tithe up, not down. When people just start confusing themselves because they are greedy and angry with their pastor. Say, if I give my time, I also used to buy a car. If you don't attend the church, you don't trust the pastor in the first place. Because what's the, of what use is that? He said, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that I might meet in my house. And prove me now, said the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. He said, whenever you tithe, I bless you. He said, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Next verse. Next verse. He said, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast a fruit before the time in the field, said the Lord of hosts. I don't know if verse 12 connects. I say, he, yes. he said, and all nations shall call you what? Blessed. I've told you, whenever you see blessed, take note. All nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, said the Lord of hosts. All nations shall call you blessed. You'll be so blessed that nations will agree. Don't all nations now agree that Jews are blessed? You know, all nations agree that Jews are blessed. And you are connected to this exact same blessing, the blessing of Abraham. Galatians 3 uh, 14. Exactly the blessing of Abraham. This same thing. It's the same one. All nations shall call you blessed. I pray for you here. Whatever field or industry you are in, everyone there will agree you are blessed. All your colleagues and contemporaries will call you blessed in the name of Jesus. I don't know if somebody's receiving that word. Hallelujah. Your colleagues will call you blessed. Your contemporaries will call you blessed. Even your competition will call you blessed. You say, all nations shall call you blessed. Every nation agrees Jews are blessed. They don't, there's no argument. Every country knows. Hallelujah. So, Jacob activated the blessing by tithing. Let me show you that. Then we'll close. We're going to practice what we learned today. All right. 
Um, Joseph, Genesis, I want to say Jacob 31. Genesis 31. Genesis 31. No, sorry, Genesis 28. Let's start from 28. Genesis 28. So, you know the story. Jacob received the blessing and was now venturing out. He had to live where he was because he was scared of Esau. So, he was going to a foreign land, had nothing. All right? He was going to a foreign land. He was going to Canada. <laughs> and he had nothing. So, see what he did. Genesis 28, verse 20 to 22. Look at this. He said, and Jacob vowed a vow. Can I hear you say, Jacob vowed a vow? No, no, no. Say it well. Say, Jacob vowed a vow. So, Jacob ventured and said, Jacob vowed a vow, saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in the way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, next verse, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. See the next thing. See the vow now. He said, and this stone, which I have set for a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me. Take note. He said, of everything that you give me, I will surely give what? The tent. He didn't say a tent. A tent would have mean I'm just settling God. He said, I will give the tenth unto thee. Now, remember that Abraham tithed. I believe that's where Jacob learned it from. Abraham must have taught Isaac. Isaac must have taught Jacob. It was a family thing. So Jacob also knew that part of working in this blessing is to tithe. So he was making a vow that, look, me too, I will tithe. Lord, I make an agreement with you today. That's what he was saying. I would never miss my tithe. Every time you bless me, the tent, which was a fixed tent, is supposed to be the first tent means 10%. The first 10%. You don't tithe from what is left. You tithe first so that what is left is blessed. Very important. The tithe is actually your first tent, not your last tent. Not when you have done every other thing. If you do it like that, you are breaking Matthew 6.33. God must always come first for everything to be added. God doesn't come last. He doesn't come middle. He must come first or he's not there at all. So you, you, the tent is the first 10%. It's your tithe. Test of your faith. Test of where your mind is. It's in this pandemic that many people knew that they, their faith was never in God. It was in their company. It was in their business. It was in their accounts. And whenever there's a shaking like that, you know whether you, what you're standing on. If you're standing on God, you can't shake. You and God are okay. All right? So that's the vow he made. Now, let's jump to after he was now blessed. He was now leaving Laban. He had left Laban. And he was now very rich. Let's see the testimony. Because Laban dealt with him. Laban dealt with him very well. <laughs> Laban dealt with him very well. In fact, let's go to... Let's go to Genesis 32 first. Genesis 32, 41. Let's see how much they dealt with him. Genesis 32, 41. Genesis 31, 41. Genesis 31, 41. He said, Thus have I, have I been 20 years in your house. 20 years. See how bad the situation was. He said, I served thee 14 years for thy two daughters. This is what he gained in 14 years. Two women. <laughs> he said, and six years for thy cattle. And thou hast changed my wages, what? Ten times. This guy would have died poor. This guy would have died poor. Change his wages ten times. See the next verse. See the next verse. He said, except the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely thou would have sent me away empty. He said, God have seen my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked thee. See, so he was saying, look, you would have, I would have died here with nothing. I'm just trying to show you that things would have been rough for Jacob if not for his understanding and, and the agreements he had with God. 
And I mean people living like this tough. So see Jacob's secret now. Let's go back to where I really wanted to read before. See Jacob's secret now. Genesis 31. Verse from verse 10. Genesis 31 now from verse 10. He said, and it came to pass at that time. Please remember, we, what we read before, Jacob made a vow that God, if you bless me and do everything, I will bring the tent to you. Now, he said, and it came to pass, and see how tough the situation was, how tough his boss was. He would have died poor. He said, and it came to pass at the time that the cattle conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream. And behold, the rams which leaped upon the cattle were ring straight, speckled and grizzled. Next verse. And the angel of the Lord spake unto me in a dream, saying, Jacob, I said, here am I. Next verse. He says, and he said, lift up now thine eyes and see. He said, all the rams which leap upon the cattle are ring struck, speckled, and grizzled. For I have seen all that Laban doeth unto thee. Oh, I love this. See the next verse. He said, I am the God of Bethel, where thou anointest the pillar, and where thou wert vowest a vow. This wasn't Jacob testified. This is God saying, the reason I showed up is because you vowed the vow to be faithful in the tithe. He said, I'm the God of the tithe. That's what he was saying. He said, I'm God of better. Better was that place where he made that vow. God said, I'm the God you had an agreement with in the tithe. He basically, God is saying, I'm the God of the tithes. Look, tithing is not because of your pastor. Tithing is not because one guy on radio is shouting. Tithing is not because you are in Nigeria. Tithing is a covenant between you and God. And whenever you keep your side, God keeps his side. I don't know why, I mean, I, mean, I don't know why a God that can give you 100%, you find it hard to give him back 10%. It just shows greed and lack of faith. He said, I'm the God of Bethel. A.K.A. I'm the God of the tithe. He said, this guy would have killed you. This guy would have squandered you. You would have left here without anything. He said, but I'm the God of Bethel. Where thou anointest the pillar. And where thou vowest a vow unto me. He said, now arise and get thee out of this land and return to your land. Hallelujah. He said, I'm the God of Bethel. I'm the God of the tithe. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. I mean, is this as exciting to you as it is? See, I'm a tithe. That's, it's when I say I can never be poor. This is what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with Nigeria's economy. In fact, if you look at Nigeria's economy, you will know you, are, you can't even be rich. It has nothing to do with Nigeria. Nigeria is already, it has been mortgaged. The people that will make it have already arranged themselves. Jamie <laughs> election is coming. They've already arranged everything. And the same people who embezzling are the ones coming again oh, to finish what remains. <laughs> Hasn't Lagos been sold long ago? You don't know. <laughs> the, so if you follow those things, you'll be broke. But you say, I'm the God of the time. The same way God delivered Jacob from labor, God will deliver us from the cabals. Hallelujah. From the same guys trying to uh, eat money from um, 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 fuel, um, fuel subsidy. That's why the price of fuel is just, there are people eating it in billions. But the same way God delivered us, delivered Jacob from Laban. God will deliver us from these cabals. This coming year, God will shame them. God will mess them up in the name of Jesus. Their downfall has begun. In the name of Jesus. Nigeria will not be held ransom to these guys. In Jesus' name. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He said, I'm the God of Bethel, where you vow as they vow. Can you imagine? God never forgot. Hey, God won't forget you. For all the tithers in the house, I decree God will never forget you. God, all, the, all, all those that serve in the house, God will forget your labor of love. God does not forget. Say, I'm the God of Bethel. Ah, this is exciting. I'm the God of Bethel. I'm the God of the tithes. I'm the God of the vows. As you made that agreement with me that time, I came back. 
to show up to make sure that Laban doesn't kill you, to make sure that Laban doesn't squeeze you, to make sure that Laban doesn't terrorize you. I came back to keep that agreement you have. If Jacob was not tithing, God would have come and said, you, you robbed me. Instead, God said, I'm the God of the tithe. I came to keep my path because you kept your path. Jacob activated the blessing by tithing. If you are here and you still don't tithe, like I said, we're going to practicalize everything. That's what we did last week. That's what we're doing this week. If you are here and you don't tithe and you want to start tithing, you want to make a commitment today. And maybe you're even here, you tithe once in a while, but you want to make a commitment today that you'll be a faithful tithe. I've never missed tithing since the first day I learned about tithing. This is over 20. So I've never, why, why would I be interested in God's money? He, the one I have is the one that brought it. I'm going to pray with you if you're here and you want to say, Lord, I've never been a faithful tither. <laughs> Maybe you even think you are rich. Trust me. Oh, the blessing is not only about material things. This is where you are missing it. The blessing is not only about material things. There are many people that have material things and don't know God. It's not about that. The blessing is an all-encompassing favor of God. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to miss it. If you are here and you don't tithe, or you, are, you tithe haphazardly once in a while, and you want to become a faithful tither, I would like to pray with you today. I would like to, I just sense in my heart I should speak over you today. Hallelujah. Mandre soko bradisa. Mata lo bradasata. I'm going to pray for those that don't tithe. I'm also going to pray for those that tithe. So there are two things we'll do before we now do the third thing. Alright, so if you're here, you don't tithe. Please put your hand on your chest. I want all heads to bow. I want to ask you to stand up before, but I don't feel I should embarrass anyone. So please, all heads be bowed. Those that you know you don't tithe. You know you don't tithe. You've never tithed before. And this message has touched you. If, if you're here and you still don't want to tithe, just continue your life. It's okay. I'm talking about those that feel a connection to what I just preached. They'll feel an understanding. They'll understand it better now. And they want to join those that tithe. Faithful tithers forever. You want to start tithing faithfully. Put your hand on your chest. You never used to tithe. And you want to start. Or you used to tithe once in a while when you're in the mood. But now you want to be faithful with it. Put your hand on your chest. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. I wanted to ask you to stand, but I just feel it would be unnecessary to embarrass anybody here today. So just put your hand on your chest. I sense a strong anointing to bless you and to pray over you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, these people all over this hall are making a commitment today to tithe faithfully. Father, you said tithing is the only place you asked us to prove you. Lord, I'm praying for them as they start to tithe faithfully. Make it clear to them that you are the God of the tithe. Make it clear to them that you are the God of that 10%. Make it clear to them that you honor your own part of the covenant. As they start tithing faithfully, show up in areas of their lives that they need you. In the name of Jesus. I ask for the grace to be committed. Give them that discipline, that strength. To make them committed to their vow they are making today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now I want to pray for those that tithe regularly. Also put your hand on your chest. In fact, if you tithe regularly, you can stand. You can stand. Let me bless you also. Father, you can stand wherever you are. Quickly, quickly, quickly. You know you're a faithful tither. Oh, glory. You will see how few of us. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if, if all Christians tithe, when we are doing projects like buying property, buying land, we don't even need to raise money because there will be enough money to buy those things and do things for God. On the island uh, last Sunday, our gen just went off middle of the service. We had to rush. I had to cut the message to half because the heat was alarming. In the second service on the island, if they, if they, if we, everybody tithes, we, we can even with phone call deliver generator. But people still 
argue over argument. Stand if you're a tither. Let me pray, speak over you. Father, I thank you for every tither here. Lord, you are the God of battle. <laughs> hey, Lord, I want to pray for just one outstanding testimony in their lives this year. Something that will be undeniable that it was you that did it. In the name of Jesus. Fight for them when they are being fought against. Speak for them when they are being spoken against. In the name of Jesus. Let every blessing of the tithe be available in their life. Let devourers be rebuked. Their children won't fall ill unnecessarily. They won't spend money with unnecessary unplanned expenses. In the name of Jesus, you will show them favor like never before. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Can we all stand? The whole house. Now stand. We're going to practice the other principle that Jacob practiced. I'm going to speak those blessings that God commanded. Hallelujah. Mandri Soko Bradasa. Come on, pray. Take one minute to pray this morning before I speak that blessing over you. We're going to we're practicing everything that we saw as regards the blessing. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Lift your hand and give him thanks this morning. I'm going to speak a blessing in line with as the scripture have said it. I'm going to speak it over you. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, our lives will never remain the same. Our lives will never remain the same. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to start with the scriptural ones. Then we're going to move to other things I need to speak over your life. As the set man, as the servant of God here. I didn't call myself. I'm not smart enough to set all this up by myself. No, never. I'm appointed here by God because of your benefit. And I'm going to stand in that office and authority as the father and the senior pastor of this house and speak over your life. And as I speak by faith, just as we saw in Hebrews 11, I will speak by faith. You to receive it by faith. We'll see a serious manifestation of those things which we have spoken. I will start with the lift your hands wherever you are. Lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Thank you, Jesus. DJ, play that keyboard softly, softly, softly. Glory to God. Play just softly in the background. I don't want it to drown my voice, but let it get us in the spirit. I will start with the blessing that Isaac spoke over Jacob. I decree over DCC worldwide and for all our, even our online viewers, Anybody, wherever you are, that is connected to this meeting, even those watching it on YouTube later, I decree that God will give you of the dew of heaven and that and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine among Say, Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. He said, be Lord over your brethren. He said, let your mother's sons bow down to thee. He said, cursed be everyone that cursed you. And blessed be he that blessed you. In the name of Jesus. I will speak now the one that um, Moses, God told Moses to tell Aaron. To speak over the children of Israel. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. 
the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in the name of Jesus. I also bless you as a father here today. I decree whatever was not working in your life begins to work in the name of Jesus. I decree that no matter the economy of the country you belong to, heaven's economy will override it in the name of Jesus. Nigeria will not drown you. Tough times will not take you down. You will thrive in the midst of any economy you find yourself. You will prosper in any country you find yourself. The hand of God will always fight for you. God will curse those that curse you. He will bless those that bless you. He will fight for you where you can't fight for yourself. He will speak for you where you can't speak for yourself. Wherever they gather against you, they will fall for your sake. Their plans will fail. God will shame those that try to mock you. God will shame those that laugh at you. Those that were looking down at you will begin to look up to you. In the name of Jesus, your contemporaries will call you blessed. Your colleagues will call you blessed. It will be clear that God's hand is upon your life. You are blessed going out. You are blessed coming in. You are blessed in your basket. You are blessed in your storehouse. Your savings account is blessed. Your current account is blessed. Your business is blessed. You are blessed in the fruit of your body. You will not lack children. You will have as many children as you want. And your children will grow up to know and serve the Lord. There will be children that will make you proud. In the name of Jesus, your business will flourish. God will make your name great. That your business name will become a great name. That your career name will become a great name. And your in industry you will go up in the name of Jesus. I bless you with the blessing of Abraham. You will succeed in every area. You will wax great and become very great. You will experience exceeding increase. In the name of Jesus, favor follows you. Blessings follow you. Nothing will be missing in your life. Nothing will be lacking in your life. You will never need to explain away your failure. You will never need to explain away delay in your life. In the name of Jesus. Because the blessings will be on time. I decree some one blessing over you. You will bear fruit in the right season. In the name of Jesus. Your leaf will never wither. You will, you, you, you will produce at the right time. You will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. In the name of Jesus. You will lend and not borrow. I break every spirit of death around you. In the name of Jesus. You will always be above only and not beneath. That will be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. God will keep you. God will protect you. No evil comes near your dwelling. No bad news around you. No loss around you. In the name of Jesus, you will continue to grow. Even you, you, God will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Even amongst those that don't like you, they will agree you are blessed. In their presence, God will elevate you. God will promote you. In the name of Jesus, your name will be a name to be reckoned with. In the mighty name of Jesus, God's help will always be with you. Thank you, Father. Jesus, mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Come on, receive that blessing. Prophesy everything we declare today that is your portion. Prophesy that is your portion. Prophesy that is your portion. Prophesy that is your portion.